Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. It is your host, Donaldson, back again with another episode. Um, sorry that this one's getting out to you late here, and I skipped last week. Um, your boy just been going through a lot that I didn't know how to truly put into words last week. And I didn't know how to uh, address myself over this airways. Um to you guys and be truthful and authentic because sometimes you get something in your head and sometimes you just get something in your head and it you can't get it out right you need some time to get mulled over you need some time to be fully thought out here and in this moment I just want to be transparent with y'all Again, I'm always grateful for those who are listening. I don't want to overtake or overlook that part. Again, I'll always start this podcast out with gratitude. But, uh, again, like, yo, I've been going through it these last few weeks. Getting better slowly but surely. Um, And this test is for a testimony. All that good stuff. But I am coming in a state of... I don't want to say in a state of worry or the state of unsureness, but in a state that I have done something to possibly jeopardize my future in some sort or to alter my future or call into some things, some questions that I was sure about. Um, I talked about it briefly um, in previous in a previous episode, but uh, I recently made a decision that was selfish of me towards someone who I love. Um, and it was about money. I was selfish with my money. It was a little bit of money, not even a whole lot of money like that. I could have gave it, and something happened to where it became a bigger deal than what it should have been. Um, and now this relationship is being called into question. Um, and I've had to sit with that. Um, I'm the type of person I beat myself up. <laughs> A whole lot. <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I beat myself up a whole lot more than I actually should, and it just took me a while to really just sit down with this, get my mind made up, not submit to my worst moment, but allow God to allow God's grace to really be real in my life. I think a lot of us, we don't, we say we have God's grace, but we're holding ourselves in the past mistakes, past um, traumas, just, and like past shortcomings, um, and not truly moving forward, but in this moment, I have the opportunity to move forward in the best way that I know how, again, this relationship may be altered in a way that will never be once was. Who knows? It's just something I gotta live with as a man. But uh, but now that I had a few weeks to really think about it, I'm thinking about men. Um, and sorry to my woman listeners out here, this is gonna be a podcast about men and our shortcomings and how we deal with things and how it affects us. I don't typically talk about 
women um, POVs, point of views, because I'm not a young lady. I don't know what y'all go through. I can only empathize to what you tell me and share with me. Uh, or what I hear over the airways through social media and uh, conversations I have with the woman that's the woman, the woman, not woman, but woman in my life, um, and glean from that. But I want to talk about how men we get essentially tricked out of our spot. A lot of us, a lot of us men are out of position in a way that's causes that's detrimental to. One, not only our own selves, but to the people closest to us, to our future, to our um, loved ones, to our kids, to our career sometimes. Um, and and it comes out of the place where we don't talk about enough as men, our fears, um, our assuredness. Um, Yeah, our unsureness, because as a man, you don't really, you're not going to get the opportunity to be unsure for too long. Um, And I'm sad to say I'm learning that now. (laughs) Um, You think you could be, the level of vulnerability is different for a man than it is for a young lady, uh, especially in a relationship. Um... Especially if you want to get to marriage. Um, as a man, once you get into marriage, that I don't know. Essentially, you kind of never have. Like, you can say, let me think about it. <laughs> but that moment of saying, hey, babe, I don't know. I'm not sure about this. Yeah, you're not going to have. And I have operated in the I don't know in such a long time to the point where I let it affect my identity. I let it take away the... I'm going to say let it take away because God's gifts are given without without repentance. But I let it remove me from operating in God's gifting of my life to where I can move more surely. Um, And I think a lot of men are operating in that. Where make these moves, make these decisions, make these not judgment decisions that operate, that alters our whole lifestyle. Again, when it comes to our relationship with the Ladies in our life, um, the ones we are connected to emotionally, romantically, um, whether it be relationships that, to our own brothers, like you know, men always got us, you know, flex on another man <laughs> if they get the opportunity to, instead of just being like, "Hey, man, I'm your brother. Let me help lift you up. Um, I care about you. Let me help lift you up, man. You could come to me. I'm a safe space." You can talk to me about anything, you know, and by me operating in past trauma in this, especially in particularly this relationship, um, it called into question where I'm at. Not only where I'm at in, my, in this relationship, where I'm at with God, because what, how would I make? Why did I make that horrible decision? Um, it caused me to question, you know, what I'm doing. Am I truly doing the right thing, or do I have an do I have a a position that I'm taking? Like, okay, God, well, I'm not doing all I can for you, but I'm not doing 
bad, quote unquote. I think sometimes we make these compromising decisions with God. Like, okay, God, I'm not moving forward like the way you're telling me to do, but I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. And we try to make that compromise within ourselves and then try to present it to God and then then wonder why, like, yo, why life ain't working like I think it should. Why this and that not breaking through the way it should? Why this is going? Why this area of my life is going awry and it can never connect? And I've been in that for so long to the point where, again, my identity was being being formed by that. And a lot of great qualities that I've had. And I'm not even sure if that's the right way to say it because, again... I don't want to put it in past tense like these things I don't have anymore. But when I operated in them, in them I was a lot happier. Um, in a lot of ways as a man, I just regressed in a lot of ways. And I'm, I've taken a step back, but I'm... A setback is, is is basically a setup for what God wants to do in my life. And I've taken these setbacks for so long to the point where it's just like I have not taken the time to really understand that, hey, if this is an opportunity, opportunity for me to do good, an opportunity for me to get better. And... Where I want to come from, again, this is a Christian-based podcast, so um, I use the Bible a lot. I actually want to tell a little bit of a story here, well, tell an event that's in the Bible, and that's First Samuel, it's really chapter 13, and it's really chapter, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13, and it's really verse 5 through 14 and this event is uh, a lot of scripture so I'm not going to read it here but again 1 Samuel chapter 13 verses 5 through 14 is telling of an event where Saul which is the king before David where he's in an event where he questioned himself where he's in an event where essentially his fears and His lack of identity of who he is into in God, it cost him essentially his future. So in this passage is the Philistines um, and the Israelites. They getting ready to go into battle, and some time is going on. Some um, they've been fighting for a while. Some time is going on, and this is like a break in the action essentially. So Saul, he is getting direction from from, um, Samuel here about, essentially about waiting, uh, waiting for the battle, waiting for the, um, for the event to take place. Essentially seven days is going to come and pass and in that time, in that seven days, which again, God, God uh, was with Saul at one point, 
um, before he the spirit ultimately came to David. Um, the situation gets the best of Saul. Because while you're waiting, sometimes you know while you're waiting for God to do what he's going to do, sometimes, I don't say things get worse, but distractions happen. People are getting scattered. Um, essentially, battles are being lost. Um, and what happens is, Saul puts himself in a position where, on the paper, it looks right. He wants to make an offering to God. Um which this part of the Bible always confused me because I'm like, God, you always accept our offerings and or you will want our offerings essentially. And this is not just, you know, a monetarily thing, but it's like time, tension or something like that. But Saul, he is in a position where his fear essentially tells him what to do. He's not in the right spirit as as he's going forward and giving this offering. And then two, it actually wasn't directed for him to do. Um, so he makes this offering because he's waiting for, well, he essentially Samuel was supposed to make the offering. Let's go back there. So Samuel, he's supposed to make this offering to God and he's supposed to take him seven days. He gets caught up in a situation where it takes longer than the appointed time. And I'm not sure if you're like me, but when you get put in a situation where you're like, yo, I've been here too long. Like what's going on? I'm, being here just going, ain't nothing breaking, ain't nothing going my way. What's happening? And that's kind of the spot I'm in now, to be honest with you. But like, it's like, yo, what's happening? Like, I've been here too long. It's It's been years. I'm still at the same apartment. It's been years. I'm still at the same phase of my relationship. It's been years. I'm still at the same phase of my career. It's been years. I still don't have direction. And then what happened was Saul, because he gets agitated, he gets beside himself because the time takes longer than what he would like. He does something that's not his character or not his responsibility to do. And a lot of times, man, sometimes that's what we do. We will get into a position where it's like, oh, this is not in my care to do. Or this is not the right decision to do, but like to give myself a sense of reprieve to make me feel better about the situation. Let me go after this or let me do something. And a lot of times it's our ego to make, again, to appease us. But, but Saul, he makes this offering. And then right, if you read, the, if you read in the verse here. Right when it seems to happen, that's when um, Samuel shows up. Right in the moment where he was supposed to, where he should have been waiting, or if he would have practiced a little bit more patience, his blessing would have came came through right then. You got too anxious, to, just a step too fast. And when he makes this offering to God, Samuel shows up. And Sammy said, hey, yo, you being a fool right now. You, you you being stupid right now. You were supposed to wait for me. You know the commandment was to wait for me. And you just didn't do it. And because you can't... And because you can't wait on me... God takes his spirit away. When you can't... 
we don't know how to wait on God and and learn to hear his voice and follow him through the tough times, through the tough through the murky waters where everything doesn't seem clearly in the moment. If you don't learn how to follow that, you you nine times out of ten you may luck up and get lucky one time when you just do it right. But you do something out of character and you do something without the will of God. And it may look right to you. But because it's out of the, out of the will, you didn't cause any harm. Because again, this in this passage, Saul is literally just giving an offering unto God. Which again is still, this part always kind of trips me up because... In my mind, the way I see it is, hey, God, even though he was unsure, he was still trying to get to you. So this is something when I read, I have to kind of take with a grain of salt. But obedience is better than sacrifice. And in this moment, Saul, again, and Saul, you can really put your name in there. You can put other people that you know name in there. They moving without, he moved without God. In a way to where it cost them. And as men, we need to learn how to walk with God because if we don't, it's going to cost us. So, after he makes this sacrifice, after he does whatever it is that he does, the, and it's out of step, the, the moment comes where either. He was going to graduate or he was going to fail. And again, so many of us men, I guess so many of us people, uh, again, this is everybody included because the word of God is for everyone. So many of us are at the pass-fail portions of our test, but we don't recognize it. And the reason why we don't recognize it because the fight has been going on for so long. Like seven days to be waiting for somebody. It's actually a long time. <laughs> if you think about it, like, hey, if somebody tell you, hey, I'm going to be here, it just takes a week from now. And then all of a sudden, like, that week come and they don't show up. Like, that time, it, it gets to stretch. Like, you say he's going to be here seven days and it's day six and a half. Or now it's day seven and a half. It looks like going towards t- day eight. And now all of a sudden, you're just waiting and it gets antsy. It's like, when you have an appointment set up or somebody has to come to your house for some for something and they give you a time frame, be there from twelve to three and then two o'clock roll by and get to be two thirty. Like those thirty minutes it, it seem <laughs> it, it seem seem that thirty minutes don't hit like the other like the other uh two and a half hours. But as men, um that's trying to lead. Um, that's especially me. I want to be married. I desire to have a wife. Do want to lead a family one day. I have to learn, relearn at this point who I am in God, and not get tricked out of my spot. And reason why so many of our young women are hurting is because us men we put ourselves in situation. Follow after what the world says a man should be. And it tricks us out of our spot. No man 
in this day and age should be comfortable with playing around with multiple women's heart. We've seen what that does. <laughs> we've, we've seen if you have multiple kids out of wedlock and you're not present for that woman in the pregnancy, if you're not present for those kids in their lives, what that looks like. But now it just becomes so socially acceptable that it doesn't really get addressed. Um, we see that a man, if you're not in a certain place, you don't, I don't say deserve love, but to the act of actually going out and searching for love, you shouldn't do. You got to get yourself together. Uh, which is true. I don't want to overlook that, but us looking at it that way, like, okay, I got to get myself together monetarily, we fail to look at the thing spiritually. That if, oh, okay, if I don't have a dime for whatever reason, like I lose my job, there's something that I can hang my hat on as a man that could lead a family with integrity and righteousness to, yeah, money not coming in now which is going to change because I'm just a man I'm going to get to the money somehow some way but I can still lead this family in integrity in spiritual prowess and just being upright and I'm at the point where again I've actually made my mistake like I'm I am solving this situation I did do the thing that I shouldn't have done and I'm kind of just hoping I could go from Saul to David because the difference between Saul and David was actually two key differences. David was a man after God's own heart. And then two, David had, because he was a man after God's own heart, he had a level of grace. So I am in a moment where I'm in between David and Saul. Where... Again, David, he did something disastrous too. Like we talk about Saul offering, uh, offering to God, putting an offering up to God, and then you get David. He had a man killed to take his wife. But David still is championed as more of a hero in the gospel <laughs> than Saul is. And David's actually who Jesus' lineage, who Jesus come from. Uh, Jesus comes from David's lineage. But again, that's just because David had got his heart right with my with God. And he had a level of grace because he was able to do that. And to the men out here, I'll just encourage you to, to get your heart right with God. Get your mind right with God. And if you made a mistake, you don't have to stay in a mistake. Now, there's consequences to your actions. So she may not forgive you. She may not accept you back. Or that job... May not hire you back. <laughs> uh, the person may be mad at you for a while, but you know that's part of being a man. You just gotta, you know, you gotta sit in it. <laughs> There's a level of like, hey, I gotta sit in this because I did the thing that was wrong. Like when somebody breaks law, yeah, you gotta sit in jail because you did the thing that was that was wrong, but. And taking that responsibility don't 
imprison our own selves to our worst moments. And that takes work. That takes a lot of work. But if you're confident in what God can do and what God has done by sending his son Jesus to die on a cross for you, there is better at the end of at the end of it. And that's really all I want to say. Um I'm just in a moment where I'm in between Saul and David. And I have a choice to make which one I want to be. Again, the action has been made, so the consequences I haven't seen to its fullness, but I am submitted to whatever God's will is in this situation. And that's the best place I can be. But uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all. I'm sorry for the late podcast episode. Um, But I hope you do hold this vulnerability for me in a way that... In a way that is palatable. That you will pray for me more than judge me. Um, but yeah, I just thank y'all. I love y'all. And I'm just putting this out just cause, um, I'm just stepping into my own and it's, it's strange. <laughs> I'm a strange guy, but it is what it is. But I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Have a good one.